everybody, and welcome to another mini-sode of the Fairy Conclave. And I'm one of your hosts, Alec, coming at you from the Salt Lake Valley. And joining me on the line all the way from the other side of the Salt Lake Valley, it's Jerem. How are you doing today, Jerem? Doing great. I am happy to be here with mini-sode number six. Super exciting. Me too. And today on this mini-sode, we're going to do a quick discussion on deck thinning in Commander, which is Jerem's idea, and you did some statistics on how fetch lands can affect your deck thinning when your deck is 99 cards large. So before we get into all of that, um, really quickly, I'm going to go through kind of the list of what we would call fetch lands. And of course, the first thing that comes to everyone's minds are the original fetch lands, which um, we all understand don't get reprinted as often as they should, so they're very Bad expensive. Sad face. Yep, and it makes it almost prohibitively expensive to play Commander for a lot of people. So that problem aside, we'll be talking about those cards um, along with the other two um, sometimes considered budget options for fetch lands, which are um, most notoriously Evolving Wilds and Terramorphic Expanse. Um, those will be the main ones we'll be comparing, but I did want to shout out to some of the other fetch lands that are more budget-friendly, which are the slow fetches. Um, they're basically the same as the originals, but they enter tapped, so they're one turn slower. And then we've also got some other fun stuff like Prismatic Vista, Fabled Passage, Ash Barrens, Myriad Landscape, Blighted Woodland, Warped Landscape, and the Panoramas, which I think are all fantastic options for people who are looking into getting fetch lands without spending an arm and a leg. Yes, that they are there's a lot of fetch lands to be to be found that are budget friendly, so it it's can true. be done, but you gotta pay a lot. Jerem, I'll hand it over to you because you did all the stats work on this, but why don't you introduce us to um, what you were thinking about when you wanted to talk about deck thinning. Yeah, so I, I was just thinking the other day about deck thinning, and I think I've heard this term a lot when people are talking about Commander, and I just wanted to do some statistics, so whenever I'm around one of those conversations or in, you know, in one, I can just have some numbers to throw around because I just think it'd be super useful. Again, this isn't to hate on deck thinning because it is definitely a thing, and it's definitely always in our favor if you're using even Evolving Wilds and Terramorphic Expanse. I just wanted to, you know, debunk the stats on it. So perfect. For those who have never heard of deck thinning, I think you know. I don't know if there's an actual definition out there, but I just it's basically when you use fetch lands to remove more lands from your deck to prevent drawing a land card when another card option would be better. So by playing this one land, I'm going to remove two land cards from my deck. So it's more likely I'm not going to draw into something that I don't need, you know, like which is another land. So um, totally. Yeah, and I think this is a pretty big part of um, 40 and 60 card formats where mm -hmm. the variance is a lot lower, but how does that affect the stats when you have almost 100 cards in your deck? It So it affects it quite a bit. I uh, It was kind of fun to... So real quick, Alec and I actually took statistics together in college, <laughs> so... You know, we're going back to our statistic roots here. Um, I am obviously by no means a professional at this. So if someone else runs the numbers and has found a mistake in what I've done, 
that is totally fine. Let us know. Um, but this is just by my own calculation. So first off, I thought this was interesting. How many total hand possibilities there are in a commander deck. So you take your commander, put it in the command zone. Then you have, you shuffle your deck. You have 99 cards. How many hand possibilities are there? And it's a lot. And <laughs> let's see if I can say this number. It's 14 billion. 887,031,544 total <laughs> hand possibilities. That is wild. We were just talking about how sometimes you um, take a mulligan and then the stuff, the like the hand. hand you get, feels <laughs> like it's the same. But then in reality, oh, it's like boy. it's like two or three cards different. And it's, yeah, it's just wild to see that there are actually over 14 billion possibilities for that many cards. Yeah, it's it's a lot. So that's a pretty big number. So I just figured I'd throw that out there. As, you know, I use that number throughout these calculations, but I thought that was interesting to see. So basically what I have for you guys here is three um, cases, you know, three different cases of a commander deck. And so let's say, look at case one. So this is the completely budget option. So let's say you're going to be running Terramorphic Expanse and Evolving Wilds. You know, I have... A couple of decks where i run both of those it's like two or three color decks i'm like oh i need a little bit of fetch in there a little color fixing so assuming you run those two fetch lands the chances of getting at least one of them in your opening hand is 13 percent. so okay there you go so assuming you have one in your opening hand you play that on turn one and then you crack it fetch something you know it comes in tapped the chances that the next card you draw in the game, be it on your next turn or whatever, that it's going to be a land, go from 38% to 37%, roughly. <laughs> okay, um, so about 1% difference. Yes. So it, it actually came out to be less than 1%, but that's round. I rounded just to make it a bit easier. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so obviously, you know, you're by cracking that fetch, you're putting that into the graveyard and removing a land from your... Uh, deck you know from your library and so you know the deck thinning goes it's thinned one percent so that's you know it's deck thinning it's one percent so it's not a whole lot but it's you know it's something yeah that, um, that's something it, that might um have an impact on the game like one in every 100 games or something like that right right so obviously that's just for case one assuming you have two you know fetches that are pretty budget Okay. Um, so let's go to case two, and let's assume we're going to run other fetches. Let's say you happen to have one of the really nice fetches, and you're going to run one Evolving Wilds and then a Fabled Passage, whatever. So you have a couple in there. Let's say you have six, a variety of them. So the chances you're going to have one of those in your opening hand goes from 13% to 30%. So obviously a lot better because you have a lot more of them in your deck. Okay. So yeah. I feel like I'd like to see at least one of those in an opening hand usually. Right, yeah. So, I mean, if you have, you know, a, a three or four or five color deck, you know, it's nice to have one of these because then you can get what you want pretty early on and, you know, curve out really nicely totally. with your colors. Um, so that 30% is definitely nice, depending on how many colors you're running in your deck. But so the statistics actually stay the same on, you know, you crack your fetch, you search something up. The next draw is it's the same. It goes from 38% to 37% on turn one. So still, even with six fetches, you know, obviously, it still just gets better with 1%. So there's a higher chance you will ha actually have one to play, but the chances of 
um, your deck being thinned more is exactly the same. Exactly. Cool. And as you're going to see with this third case, it's going to be the exact same again as you can guess. So let's assume uh, you are blessed enough to have all 10 of the good fetch lands <laughs> and you put them all in one Could deck. You imagine? You know, can you imagine? <laughs> so obviously what I was aiming to do here is hit both ends of the spectrum. And that is on one hand, you know, just terramorphic, you know, expanse and evolving wilds. And on the other hand, all 10 fetches. And then the statistics of everything else will just fall in between those two. So same thing. If, you know, so the chance of getting one of the 10 good fetch lands to your opening hand is 39%. So that's really good, you know? So you're looking pretty good to draw one to fetch with on turn one. And obviously the same thing, like I mentioned, after fetching with one of these lands, you know, the land draw goes from 38 to 37%. So like we've seen with the other two cases. So I got to thinking, you know, let's assume you had a perfect game where you were able to draw all 10 fetches in the first 10 turns and play all 10 of them. <laughs> so, you know, you've drawn all 10 and you play them over the first 10 turns. Um, I, we're going to assume in the first 22 cards of the game. So that's assuming you, you drew your first seven for your starting hand. Then you drew 10 cards. And then over the curse, course of 10 turns, you've drawn five cards through, or five cards through, you know, I don't know, card draw spells, whatever you have. Okay. In and the game. Each, so each of those 10 turns, your land drop is a fetch land, essentially. Exactly. So the chances just of that happening, period, of having those 10 fetches in the first 22 cards of the game are 7%. So this is pretty low, but it, it can happen. So let's assume we've played all 10 fetches and we've cracked them all, you know, and gotten something out of our deck. What are the chances your next card draw is going to be a land? It goes from 38% to 23 percent so that's pretty significant it's yeah, a lot better less than a quarter of uh of your you know um like one in four almost that you're gonna draw into a land so that's a lot better um obviously this is a really uh small chance that this would happen i don't think i've ever seen a game where someone had all 10 fetches and they used all 10 in the first 10 turns um but, you know, I, I, we should also note that in order to do this, you're going to have 10 less life, you know, so your life total would go from 40 <laughs> to 30 and likely be much lower over the course of 10 turns of a game. So, you know, obviously it comes at a price, but, you know, in Commander, as we all know, uh, life total is a resource to be used. So anyway, um, yeah, so those are the three cases uh, from one end of the spectrum all the way to the other end. So, yeah, I mean, that's interesting. Obviously... Yeah, deck thinning is a thing, um, and but unless you have all ten fetches and you use them all in the first ten turns of the game, you know you're looking at one to two percent. Um, yeah, you know of it being actually thinned out. So right. it's in your favor, but it's really small. Right. So it's it's still like it's we know it's an improvement to have those cards, but it's not um, it's not anything that's above like barely above negligible. <laughs> right right unless you're able to have um a lot of them played and drawn in the same game exactly so um obviously you know in commander you want to make your decks so you have everything you put every possibility that you could win into you know this deck you you know you put in every fetch you can so 
you know, it's all about, you know, adding together these small amounts of things that are going to help you. And, you know, fetches definitely help. It thins your deck out. It makes it better for you so you can win the game. But, you know, it's all about just the small things. And this is a small thing that helps, but I just figured we'd define how small it actually is. Yeah, so. I like that a lot. It puts a lot of perspective on it because it's always tempting to, when you're upgrading, to look at the fetch lands and be like, oh, mm-hmm. this, like everyone talks about how much better these are than anything else. But really, it's um, such a small percentage difference in getting the mana and the thinning and everything else. Right. I mean, obviously, the real value of you know the fetches is being able to get that land untapped when you need it. Right. You know? Which, you know, but I mean, obviously here, you know, we're just talking about the deck thinning aspect of it, you know. Totally. There's a reason the actual fetches are forty, <laughs> fifty dollars each set base. So Yeah. You know, I, I saw okay. somebody suggest, you know, the battle bond lands that only enter untapped if you have two or more opponents. Mm-hmm. Um somebody had like mocked up basically that same idea but for fetch lands, so it's it's basically a slow fetch unless you have two or more opponents and then it's just a regular oh, fetch. Oh yeah. Which I thought was pretty cool because then you can basically only play that in commander. So then the price won't be as high and it won't be like a all star in every format. So that would actually be super cool to see. Who knows? Maybe with commander legends coming up, they're going to throw us a bone like yeah, that. Yeah, that totally. Be super awesome to see. Yeah. I'm hoping they at least do the other half of the, um, battle bond land cycle for that because those lands were such a blessing <laughs> yes Ugh. so i mean obviously we've we talk about it a lot in our in our episodes but you know lands are super important obviously and it, it always it's kind of it kind of hurts when you have to spend money to upgrade on lands but i don't think you'll yeah. ever regret it like yeah, it always is helpful it's the way i think of it is it's not very exciting to have those but it is exciting to use them to play the exciting stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Cool. All right, well, awesome. This was great. Thank you so much for doing this stats work. It kind of threw me back to a class that we had together that I wanted to forget. But looking back <laughs> on it now, it's more um, I have a little bit of nostalgia for it at least. I found a use for it. I was I was so excited to do this statistics <laughs> problem when it was relative to magic. So it was awesome to It's yeah, it's definitely one of those classes I was like, I don't know if this is ever going to be relevant again, but look at us now. Lo and behold. <laughs> <laughs> so cool. yeah, there we go. All right. Yeah, if you have any other questions or you want to talk to us about this topic a little bit more, I know this was a pretty short episode, but um, I think the information is very interesting and kind of cool to get actual Um, solid numbers for so if you want to find us on social media so you can talk to us more you can find me on twitter at captain lick that's c-a-p-t-a-i-n-l-i-c what about you jerem you guys can also find me on twitter and that'll be at atrailton a-t-r-e-a-l-t-a-n come on by drop us a message you know let us know what you're thinking and we'd be happy to have a chat with you about magic always happy to talk about talk with anyone about magic so don't be afraid to do so Welcome to the Clave, everybody. Glad to have you here, and we'll talk to you soon.